Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Listen all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. We have Professor Alan Dershowitz, of course, Harvard uh, Law Professor Emeritus. Uh, and also, uh, you have an amazing new book out. Uh, what to talk about timely. Uh, War to End Against uh, Hamas, yeah. Barbarism, the Jews. But it's War Against the Jews. Forgive me, you got a couple different titles in here. Um, but War Against the Jews. I, I know you rocks socketed. You got it out there really quickly. But this is so important, Professor Dershowitz. Did you see they finally arrested somebody tied to the threats on uh, Cornell campus? Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. You talk about the borders, and that's very important. We have a fifth column in this country. We have students today at Harvard that will join terrorists if there's a terrorist attack on the United States. That's how bad it is. We have our own children, our children of our friends, who would join and support the terrorists if there was another 9-11 attack on the United States. That's why I wrote the book, The War on the Jews. You know, somebody wanted to call it The War on Israel. I said, no. This is a worldwide war on the Jews, and it's also a war on Judeo-Christian. It's a war on America. It's a war on decency. That's why I hope your listeners will advance, order it from, from Amazon. It's already a, a kind of bestseller, even though it's not even out yet. But I just finished writing it literally today, and it'll be out in a few weeks. But it tells it really tells a frightening story about what's going on in this country. You know, the second worst thing that happened was the attack on seven on October 7th. That was the second worst thing. The worst thing was the reaction to it by these vicious Hitler youth that go to Harvard and go to Penn and go to Stanford. Oh, they don't wear swastikas, but they wear the green headdresses of Hamas. They're just like the Hitler youth that brought the Nazis to power. They're like the Stalin youth that brought Stalin to power. The Ayatollah youth, just because they're young people, doesn't give them a pass. Some of the worst events in history were brought about by students, 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 the students who want to burn books. When you start by burning books, you're going to end by burning people, as a great philosopher once said. So we have a problem in this country even deeper than closing the borders. We have a fifth column in this country that will turn against us if there are terrorist attacks. The first time in our history, people talk about insurrection. They claim that Trump engaged in an insurrection. You ain't seen nothing. If there's a terrorist attack in the United States, you will find students at our major universities cheering on the terrorists, joining the terrorists, giving them information necessary to destroy America because they hate. America. That's what our educational institutions have done to our students. Well, and you know what's disgusting well, at the well, UN? I, I just want to know one question, Rita. Yeah. Professor, you've been a professor at, uh, for 60 years at Harvard. That's right. That's right. Was there a period of time uh, 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 that you saw that turn happening? Yes. It was after the killing of George Floyd. 
and one person with drugs in his body and a criminal record, all the schools engaged in what is called a reckoning. They created this abomination called diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, which means lack of intellectual diversity, lack of equality, and exclusion of Jews and Christians and decent people. Uh, and they hired hundreds and hundreds of staff members who pushed the students into this woke, hard-left, anti-Semitic, anti-American, anti-Judeo-Christian philosophy. The first step that has to be taken is we need a new record. And what year did you leave Harvard? Hmm? What year did you leave Harvard? Well, I never left Harvard, but I stopped yeah. actively teaching uh, 10 years ago. When Ten I years turned ago. 75. And, and you saw it right yeah. after you left uh, right after you left, uh, well, when you, right after you stopped teaching, is that when it, you saw it happen? <laughs> well, I don't want to. I don't want to take credit for keeping Harvard good, but Ruth Weiss and I were the people that you went to when you had a problem with this, and we left in the same year. And um, you know, and, and Larry Summers left, and uh, there was a turnaround. And I, I would say that uh, it's happened over the last ten years, but the George Floyd killing was the transforming event in modern American history that not only turned universities into propaganda mills, but the media um, and corporations, everybody had to do a reckoning because of one person. Now, and I understand 1,400 people have been killed. A reckoning about Jews maybe is desirable. And I, and I understand you. the George Floyd issue that it's yeah. now coming out that there was a lot of uh, drugs in the system and yeah. and he was well, destined look, to die anyway. Yeah, well, what the police did was improper. It was improper. It, it, it was okay you. to have a reckoning, but you can't change everything based on one person and, and eliminate. You know, one of the reasons that Jews are so hated by the woke generation is everything that Jews have accomplished is based on meritocracy, hard work, making it because of... Uh, what you've done, and that's exactly the opposite from what Woke wants. Woke wants people to report it based on their identity, on who they are, not what they've done. And so uh, when you have a group, and by the way, Harvard not only discriminated against Jews, they discriminated against Italian Catholics, Irish Catholics, Greek Americans. They discriminated against so many groups. I'm shocked. Oh, <laughs> Greeks, too? He there. didn't say Polish-Americans. Don't forget the Asians. Don't forget no, the Asians. Polish-Americans, ethnic, yeah. ethnic Americans. But, but um, Professor Dershowitz. Wasp. You have to be a wasp. A, you know what? A, a, a Brahmin. Yeah. I want to ask you also about the UN. And by the way, I, I just want to say something personal. You talked about the Hitler Youth. You may know that my father became a prisoner of war. He told me one of the most just horrible days he was marched from one camp to the other and the hitler youth were th were throwing snowballs at him and and mocking him and his fellow pow so you're right they're hitler, they're just hitler disgusting youth, hitler youth was also marching down york avenue uh on the uh, upper east side of manhattan and going to madison square garden and doing heil hitler salutes in madison square garden Twenty thousand people disgusting on charles yep. Lindbergh yep. and uh, other people like that. Look, I, I am sitting as we speak. I'm looking at the United Nations. That's what I, I was going to talk to you about. The U.N. ambassador to New York. Did yeah. you see the U.N. ambassador is now put on yesterday? Gilad Erdan. This is the Israeli ambassador to the U.N. 
He said, we are now putting on, it's the Holocaust era, the big star, the yellow star, the star of David on his uniform like the Nazis used to do. And he's putting him on. And he said, I am showing the world that I am proud to be Jewish and I'm going to keep it on until the U.N. condemns the Hamas terrorist attacks. That's shocking. On every television show that I'm on, every speech I've given, I wear a chai tie, a tie in Hebrew that says chai life. And I wear a sign on my a button on my shirt. I support Israel. I'm not going to be pushed around. I'm not going to be terrorized the way Cornell students have been terrorized. These poor kids can't go to class. Finally, somebody was arrested. But that's not enough. This is pervasive at our universities today. And it's, you know, I think that this these events have been our Kristallnacht. Again, not necessarily the killings. But the reaction to the killings was a wake-up call to uh, the Jews of Europe to get the hell out of Europe. And many of them failed to wake up, and they slept through the wake-up call. And I think what our children – I think about my my close friend's daughter who's marching along with these people, people who I grew up with, our friends. I think about – there was a story about – a German professor who was adored by his students in Berlin. And then one of his students marched him into the gas chamber. Oh my That's God. what happened um, in Germany. Uh, and, and I'm not saying it's happening here, but I'm saying be careful. Watch well, one, what's one, going one, on in this country. One more question before we go to break, and I think Judge Weinberg might have a question for you too. But uh, the question is, uh, is this usual – uh, having the Trump kids, all three kids, uh, uh, Trump Jr. and uh, uh, and Eric and, uh, uh, and, Ivanka. and Ivanka are all being marched before the oh, district attorney's office. Is that hitting below the belt or is that Absolutely. usually? No, no, it's hitting below the belt. It's part of extortion. It's done, but it shouldn't be done in situations like this. Um, this is part of Get Trump. I wrote another book yeah. called Get Trump about that and they'll do anything to try to prevent it from running now in colorado they're trying to stretch the constitution to mean something it never meant so that he could be excluded from running i heard that uh, that's not going to happen the supreme yeah. court will overrule judge, that. a quick one judge because we got to go to break on this alice i want to ask you this question you know about the hundred professors at columbia which yeah. have endorsed the hamas protest yeah. and said that the kids shouldn't be held accountable for supporting yeah. hamas and that, that they Can said, you imagine if the same kids had been members of the Ku Klux Klan, how many of them would be saying these kids ought to be expelled? And these are professors. These are law professors, a law professor named Frank, who says that raping women essentially is a military act designed to overcome. So, Alan, why raping don't they distinguish? Military act. But, but like you distinguish between Hamas and Palestine, why don't the professors tell the kids that? Because they support Hamas, because they don't care about Palestinians. They care about Jews. What they care about is they hate Jews. They hate the Jewish state much more than they love gay rights or women's rights. Remember, these are feminists who are supporting Hamas, which believes in honor killing, which believes that you can kill a woman if she disobeyed her husband. These are people who would hang gays. These are people who would kill transgenders. And these women, Professor Frank and others, are prepared to support an organization like that because they hate Jews even more than they like 
their own principles that they claim to stand for. Thank it's, you, it's, Professor it's, Dershowitz. Thank you so, so much. And, and keep, keep speaking up. We stand by your side all the time. Thank you so much. It. Thank you.